You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. I have to wait every time until that part goes past. I think that we just both really like the music. <laughs> we do. My head's bobbing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this, okay, so this is, this is really interesting because... I can actually touch you. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah, this, this is, this is this something feels, we've never done before. Completely different. Well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio, and actually we are uh, doing this episode in the next several live from the Sexy Marriage Radio getaway. Say hi, everybody. Yeah. So <laughs> this is, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us because we spend a lot of time really wanting to make married sex all that it can be. And we get a chance these next three days to spend it with a bunch of people here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that have traveled from all over to hang with us. Yeah, from Washington State to Delaware. And from to McKinney, M- Texas. <laughs> and many points in between. Yeah, so if you are really new exciting. to Sexy Marriage Radio, please uh, consider yourself welcomed and make yourself at home. Because we want this to just be an ex- a great time for you. We also love hearing from our, re- our listeners, and we yeah. get those emails regularly. Feedback at SexyMarriageRadio.com is where you can find us, and that helps us plant seeds for new shows, helps us set up what we're going to do. And so today actually is coming straight from an email. Absolutely. Well, b- and before we dive into that one, I read another email while you were giving your talk. I admit, this is like crack cocaine for me. Sometimes I can't wait to get on email just to find out you know, what listeners have said. So as you were unpacking your talk about uh, female arousal, and wow, our listeners are probably going, dang, I wish I had gone to that getaway yep, you thing. you missed out. Exactly. So you're just going to have to make it a point to join us next time. But as you were unpacking that, I hopped on email to find out if we had anything new. And <laughs> I was so delighted to hear one woman said that um, that whenever she knows that there's gonna be sex she knows she kind of needs to work herself up and get herself in the mood and that she's learned that if she will just go online and bring up one of our podcasts that this is actually like foreplay for her (laughs) i've never been told that by another Um, person before oh oh, i'm not sure how i feel about that i mean (laughs) but she went on to explain that all of her life she had heard that sex is dirty sex is bad and she threw out a really great topic that i want to cover in the future but she was saying that to help her get over that mentality and get herself worked up and turned on Mm -hmm. and open her brain to the fact that what my husband wants to do and what i want to do tonight is totally okay no need for guilt Mm -hmm. that she listens to one of our podcasts oh man i love that that's awesome get get in the mood by listening to sexy marriage radio (laughs) did you did you have any idea we were such an aphrodisiac well I, I didn't. I, I didn't. I, was, I, I thought I had something there, but I, I got nothing. Yeah, no. So the other thing that also is worth pointing out, because um, we get a lot of e- feedback on iTunes. Uh-huh. So people jump on iTunes and give us fee- you know, positive reviews, five stars if they like it. And those of you sitting out here, um, I'm expecting that from you because you're here. I can see you. Um, it's the cost of admission yes. each day. So it, but it is one of those that if you like what we got going on, we want this to grow and we want this to spread far and wide. We want it to become a cultural phenomenon. Absolutely, because I really believe married sex is the hotbed for sex. It's where it can be limitless what we can experience together. So much deeper than anything yeah, that's out there available absolutely. in the rest of the world. And it's like what we've been covering in this getaway is it's more than just physical and it's more than just an act. It's a life that you get to share with your, your with your partner. I mean, how fascinating 
is that over and over and over. And sometimes you only get tastes of what's to come. Yeah. And that it evolves. Mm -hmm. I think that the sex that we're having now after 10, 20, 30, some of us 40 years of marriage is so different than the sex that we were having a decade ago or two decades ago. And I look forward to seeing how that's going to continue to evolve in my lifetime. And the way you phrase that, I have to share to those of you that are new to Sexy Marriage Radio, Shannon and I are not married to each other. We, We represent two different relationships. And so sometimes the way things are worded, I think it could be like, What's what? going on between those two? And <laughs> when we say we, right. we mean Shannon and Greg right. or Corey and Pam. Right. Yeah. So this is something we got to talk about, though, because this is something um, for this episode. We have done a show in the past on the idea of the, the daily sex challenges. Cause, cause I, I don't have know friends. that we did a show on it. Well, I think we casually mentioned it in the context of a show. Good point. But I have some I have some really good blogging friends that they do a yearly seven-day sex challenge. Mm-hmm. And that's what they get all their readers to do. They have a podcast, which is really good, mm-hmm. by the way. I'm not plugging any other shows on Sexy Marriage Radio, though. Because so, <laughs> um, they haven't paid a sponsorship fee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but it is one of those that we made a comment about not necessarily being in favor of them. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's the way it was. it was read. Right. And so we felt we need to unpack that a little bit more. Sure. And one of our faithful listeners, Rich, was very quick to email to say, hey. Hey, Rich. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he made a great point, though, that I couldn't really argue with. He said that it's not just that they're encouraging you to physically engage in sex right. every day. Right. That it's really more about look at what's happening in your relationship emotionally such that you're hindered from wanting to have that sex every day. But I know that you and I, I, I just think that there's a million different ways that you could stand and look at this from a oh, different angle. Absolutely. And so let's unpack the pros and the cons. Okay. Which side do you want to go first? Um, well, I'm, I'm going to put it in your lap. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> That's not the way this works. You're the, uh, remember, you're the captain of the ship, and uh, I'm the first mate. The first officer takes care of all the details. <laughs> you're like, I just knocked myself out to set yeah. up all this equipment. The least you can do <laughs> no, is... No, okay. No, no, I say let's let's go pro. Okay, all right. Um, just because there's, there's definite merit to... Uh, just a huge recharge sure of this arena of your marriage because think of think of how married life unfolds you know when you first get married you usually bring into this idea of all sex could be and it's like oh we're gonna be doing it morning noon and night and then she's like no we're not you know and and (laughs) (laughs) and he's like come on i'm ready for another one you know because the refractory period when you're young is not like but I don't even yeah. know, but it's or as they get older, she's she's in her forties, going, "We're gonna do it every night," and he's right. going, "Yeah, that no, I can't, sale, ca- baby. I can't keep up. You know, <laughs> I, 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 no, I can't do it. I'm so it's it's a great way to recharge the spark of the focus for this for your for your relationship. Sure. And the first time I heard of this, you know, daily sex challenge uh, was when a book came out uh, by a guy. I believe her name is Sharla Mueller. I've had several interactions with her. We've endorsed each other's books through the years. I think that their book was called 365 Nights. And it was it literally a year-long wow. sex challenge. Can you? Uh, right. uh, yeah. It, it, there's a lot of heads going. You look like bobblehead dolls right now. And I'm not talking about up and down bobbling. I'm talking about side-to-side <laughs> bobbling. Um, they did an interview that I saw a precious, precious couple. And I think that the, I think that the experiment was quite fascinating, Yeah. but even they said that after a year of daily sex, they had no intention of continuing that pace because they, the, the experiment fulfilled a purpose 
and they developed some really you know new understandings, some some right. fresh ideas, all that kind right. of stuff. But it was never that this is going to become our permanent lifestyle. Because right. he, here was my thinking um, as as I ran off to the restroom, was thinking, okay, what am I going to contribute <laughs> to this conversation? Um, I love family reunions because everybody brings their the best dish that they make that everybody loves to indulge in okay. and the first couple hours of a family reunion i am literally in hog heaven i am feasting on uh on my mom's pistachio salad and on my swedish meatballs grandma's and just, chocolate angel food cake exactly the mississippi mud cake the whole nine yards but after a couple of hours of that i am miserable ready to go home and then a few hours later, everybody's like, it's time for dinner. Let's get everything back out. And I'm like, really? Like, we're going to eat again? And even though it's good stuff, mm -hmm. I'm full. Right. I I'm satisfied. And the idea okay. of forcing more in just because it's there is, is really kind of overwhelming. Okay. I like to work up an appetite because when you indulge in something because you're hungry for it, it's very different than when you're trying to force it down because you're trying to accomplish okay. so, getting more in. Before we, before you run to the pro, the, the negative oh, side. Oh, sorry. I did kind of run to That's the negative okay. side, That's didn't okay. I? That's okay. I'm, I'm the captain here. So, um, <laughs> As I feel the short leash yeah, jerking no. back. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, I, think it's, I think it's important to recognize, though, that one of the pros is it brings you up to those limits. It lets you realize, okay, wait, maybe I can't or am not interested in having regular sex just because biologically I can't keep up. Right. It's too much work. It's too much. I mean, I've had clients that, I mean, one in particular that he had all kinds of stuff go wrong in his life. And it, he thought his marriage was going to be over when everything came out. And then lo and behold, it actually became an aphrodisiac for her because he was now all of a sudden being real and so she was really interested in sex a whole lot more and he's like because of his authenticity right because he was all of a sudden honest about life because i love what you said a few minutes ago Corey allen when you said trust equals lust yeah and if you missed that one um <laughs> you weren't at the getaway <laughs> nan at a uh, boo boo come next year <laughs> yeah you need to catch it next time maybe we'll use the same line um but no it's it's that idea of he then came in and was talking about i it, it's created a whole different dilemma because I can't keep up with her. I mean, he's my age and I can understand that. I'm not, you know, I'm not 20 where it's just, okay, let's go. I'm good. And, you know, and it's not that he couldn't get an erection. It's just, he couldn't finish. And that meant an identity thing. And mm, so then we had failure. to kind of unpack, okay, just because you've hit a biological roadblock does not mean you can't keep going and do other things. Because that's the one thing I think right. of. Right. Just because your erection isn't lasting, it doesn't mean that your tongue and your fingers are right. broken. Right. So the one thing I think of is the idea that if I hit these roadblocks, when you're talking about a sex challenge, does it does a sex challenge necessarily mean intercourse every day? That's a good point. Sex, how do you define sex? M maybe it's just the challenge of being sexual every day, but not yeah. necessarily... Right. Ha yeah, having intercourse to the point of orgasm. Right, because I really believe you could have fantastic orgasms that have nothing to do with biology. They're a mental and emotional thing. Well, and I think back to when have I embraced and celebrated the most regular uh, sexual experiences. And I would say that the, the two times that stand out for me the most is uh, I mentioned several episodes back about my father-in-law being diagnosed with liver cancer mm -hmm. and how scary that was for us and how my natural response 
was to hold Greg in my arms and to comfort him and to pray over him. And the most natural thing in the world that that led to is giving him my body and distracting him from the overwhelming pain. Yep. And for I think that we had more sex during those few weeks of scary time right. until we knew that he was out of the woods and that he was in the clear. And But then the, also uh, the other season, and they ironically, the seasons really coincided to be very close together. So last summer was really great. But my summer, uh, my, my daughter left um, to move to New York for grad school. And we knew that most likely this first bird was leaving the nest and and my only girl uh, leaving the nest. Mm -hmm. And so that was hard for me. It was a huge loss. And there was a grief process that we went through. And Greg was very quick to comfort me. And that often did turn into sexual mm -hmm. experiences. So I think that when they happen organically, I think that that's, I'm a big proponent okay. of if it feels natural and normal, and this is something that you're being internally motivated to do, uh, and it and it just it happens organically. Mm -hmm. I think having frequent sex is great. What I don't agree with is let's just do it for the sake of we made a pact and now we can scratch it off the to-do list because I think that that causes you to settle for a whole lot of really mediocre to not even that great sex. Sure. I, it's I, another to-do list item. Yeah, I think that you can force your body to have an orgasm, whether it's aroused or not. You can eventually get to the point where you can uh, do that. Sometimes that's a lot of work. It, it is. <laughs> that, that's my point, is that you Come can force on. it. You can always force the issue. But what higher purpose is that serving? Okay. So I let's rephrase the whole idea then of the daily sex challenge. Of okay. What if you change it from it's 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 a daily sexual connection challenge, not a daily orgasm I like challenge. that. And I like a daily communication challenge. Okay. We have talked so much this weekend about how sex is a language. Your sexuality is a story that continues to unfold and evolve. So how about if we just look at it as every day there's going to be some sort of connection. Sometimes it will just be verbal. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it will just be holding each other or eye to eye. Sometimes it will be physical, evolving into sexual, right. but that the goal isn't the penis goes inside the vagina until there's an orgasm. The goal is we each feel connected to one another. I do like that challenge. Right, right. Because, well, I'm, the interesting thing I've got with this dilemma, and I guess we're transitioning to negative, um, is... I, I I don't know. I just keep thinking of the whole concept of the penis enters the vagina until it's orgasm. It's just one-sided sex. It's just till he's done. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's what I keep hearing because I mean, we've talked about this in the session we just finished here at the getaway that, you know, a, a third to a, a quarter to a third of women can't experience an orgasm, just penal vaginal penetration. Right. You know, the clitoris has to be involved. And while you can take some time and, and, and do that, lots of times, yeah, they don't, you know, we, we, I'll throw my own gender under the bus. We don't sometimes. And it's, and it is just about, I want my rocks off and I'm moving on. Right. You know, so. But I do think that there are a lot of husbands who want to keep the score even. And so if they're going to have daily sex, they want to make sure that their wife is having a daily orgasm too. Yeah. But now you're talking about me investing a lot more time because you guys are slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like your one o'clock thing. And again, if you weren't here to learn what one o'clock means, na 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 boo boo. Yep. Um, 
we do take longer on average 10 times longer mm -hmm. but here's the thing i am so grateful that god wired women this way otherwise most every sexual experience might be just wham bam thank you ma'am we're done i yep. think that women slow things down so that it can be savored and Absolutely. i think that a seasoned husband who yeah. has experienced sex long enough recognizes that the slow savoring of sex allows you to go to much deeper psychological levels of satisfaction oh, than just in out in out in out okay yep. explosion we're done and Thank that's you. and that's where the daily sex challenge and the barriers that you would come up against during it would be a beneficial thing for you yeah because it, it makes it brings you full on to this okay i don't know if i can achieve orgasm or i don't even know if i can achieve achieve an erection every single day mm -hmm. but that's not the point maybe maybe the point is we still connect sexually maybe we right. we figure out how to to deal with what i'm facing and realize it's not about can i stand and salute it's about can i provide pleasure can i connect can i show love can i demonstrate things can i slow down i like that the slowing down yep. it's the disconnecting from the kids the computer the tv uh life in general it's it's focusing on one another giving each other undivided attention yeah and checking in to see do you feel a need that i can satisfy for you and do i feel a need that i want to invite you to satisfy for me i think that that's a very healthy conversation to couples to have for couples to have Absolutely. on a very regular basis and that's what opens up the avenues of what you were talking about you experienced last summer that right. it was it, if you put it in context that how in the world would all of that stuff going on boost your sex life yeah because it was some heavy stuff <laughs> absolutely and you failed to mention because i think that this played a part in it maybe a big part in it that Part of the reason last summer was such a good sexual thing for you and Greg was because that was about a year into you doing Sexy Marriage Radio. Are you, think, are oh, you yeah. gonna take the credit? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> That's all to me, baby. To take the credit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it does go back though to what we always say. Uh, I have to give credit to Gina who started saying it, is that how we do sex is how we do life and how we do life is how we do sex. No, 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 no. Gina's, Gina's credit is, because uh, I'm taking that, that one. No, okay, I'm taking that one. trademark Corey. Yes. Trademark Corey. And it's, it's not, probably not even mine. It's because somebody else I heard. we knew that we were going to tackle Greg's dad's diagnosis and the treatment with passion right. and fervor. Right. And we also knew that we had been very intentional about raising our daughter to stand on her own two mm -hmm. feet, to fly high, to make a name for herself mm -hmm. in whatever world, whatever career field she wanted to enter in. And we were going to launch her with passion and mm -hmm. fervor. And so it makes sense that that translated Absolutely. with passion and fervor in our sex life. But let me go back to a negative, though, that I, I, I'm not going to be able to get this off of my brain until I verbalize it. <laughs> okay. When you, when it's planned, I mean, this is basically planned sex. Okay, right. the, the, a daily sex challenge is right. planned sex. Right. Where is the spontaneity to that? In, within the planning. When you know that it's... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to still add the pro to it, though. Because okay. you can, you can have right. spontaneity you within me. the plan. Yeah, you balance me. Yeah. But there's a part of me that feels like if I wake up that morning knowing that it's an expectation, I just did it last night, now I'm going to be expected to do it again so we can fulfill the plan and check off the to-do list. I feel like it does kind of take some of the spontaneity away sure. because one of the things that I do love about sexual encounters with Greg Etheridge is that, um, you know, he is an introvert by nature. He, it, by nature, he turns inward mm -hmm. for his own comfort and sense of stability and, and emotional sobriety. And I've learned to celebrate that about him because it makes him a very rock solid 
stable human being. Right. Like I'm the emotional roller coaster ride, and he is the flat line. And I'm not talking about dead. That's flat a line. shocking statement. There, I know, Shannon. I know. Such a surprise. Shocking. But yeah, I'm the vacillator, <laughs> the emotional emotional roller coaster, and he is the avoider. Of he doesn't like drama. He doesn't like the emotional mm-hmm. highs and lows. But um, where was I going with this? <laughs> you were talking about planning. It, oh, it oh, hurts, so, so hurts what, you because... So what I like, though, is that when it's not planned, when I'm not expecting it, and Greg comes out of his shell to connect with me, right? it makes me feel really, really special. Absolutely. But if he's only coming out of his shell because it's on our calendar for today, because we have a daily sex challenge going on, it takes that feeling of specialness okay. away from well, me. Well, but are you, aren't you framing that argument as if that was in the entirety of the way you guys were going to do sex from here on? Rather than, because yeah. usually there's it, a finiteness to a sex challenge. It, and I do like like a seven-day sex yeah. challenge. Or maybe even a 30-day sex challenge. It would feel like a stretch, but that sounds a lot more doable than a year Or a four-day sexy marriage radio getaway sex challenge. <laughs> That sounds totally doable. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Totally doable. And if you could see what all we put in these goodie bags, you would know (laughs) that this is not just obligatory. We have to sex because we're on a retreat type of sex. I I get what you're saying. This is fun and frivolity and play. And and that's where I I hope it's clear that this is like how we do sexy marriage radio, that we don't want to come across as here's what you should do. Here's the only way you're supposed to do it, you know, because it's too varied. You know, it's as Sex unique, is unique as it's your just, fingerprint. Yeah, it's as unique as the people involved. And each experience is as, as unique as the people involved. Right. And so I want to just kind of point out that this is in no way saying don't do sex challenges. I don't, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that, especially if both of you are on board. But typically what I think happens is one person sees it and it's the high desire and they read it and they're like, ooh, ah, see, maybe I can get her on board and now we can have sex every day. Yeah, if it's used as a manipulation tool, it's not going to fly. That's kind of a goal-oriented, you know, finish line focused kind of a thing rather than what if I look at my whole entire life as a sexual encounter with my wife? That it's all of it, it kind of steers towards that. And that's that whole idea of sex as a language. Yeah. Of how we do life is how we'll do sex. Yeah. And how we do sex is how we'll do life. And so if you look at it with this idea of, okay, this could maybe jumpstart it. And maybe she's on board or maybe he's right. on board with that. Right. Go for it because this is nothing at all about don't do it or it's bad or in every – no. No. Hey, if it works for you, <laughs> totally do it regardless of how Corey and I feel about it. Yep. Um, but what, I guess what I want to communicate most about this whole challenge thing is if you're going to interpret it as pressure to perform – it's probably not going to work very well for you because I I know that for women, especially like if we feel as if there's pressure to perform orgasmically of, Oh, he's trying his best. He's doing all He's pulling out all of his tricks, pulling out all the stops. He even found one o'clock. Yeah. He even found one (laughs) o'clock, but the kids are pounding at the door and the phone is ringing and and you're just feeling pressure to perform, pressure to perform. It's really, really hard to cross that threshold. Yep. A woman needs to lose herself in the experience. She does not feel as if okay. I have pressure to perform. So instead of pressure to perform, how about if if you look at the challenge as pressure to connect? Of I need to drop what I'm doing. Right. I need to make some eye-to-eye right. contact. Right. I need to get skin to skin. And I need to give my body an opportunity to warm up 
and let the oxytocin flow mm -hmm. and see if there might be needs there underneath the surface that I didn't realize were there. That's and good. give my spouse an opportunity, give myself, give my spouse a red carpet invitation to meet those needs and to communicate to me if he or she has needs that they need met as That's well. That's good. And, and I don't want to, I mean, don't kid yourself to think that women are the only ones that sometimes can experience pressure to perform. Oh, I think that true. happens to men. Sure. And it and it's not necessarily can I get an erection or not. It's can I finish sometimes as you get older. And maybe I'm throwing myself under the bus, and so be it. But it's that idea of, yeah, sometimes where you just kind of, oh, here we, I can't, no, I've, I lost, you know, I lost. And it's so if I switch it to, what if I change it to, let's just connect again. Yep. With let's no just, pressure. Right. Let's just. We what, don't have to have we, intercourse. Yeah, what if we just stop and back up? Or, yeah. Or what if we just talk? Or right. what if we pull out something out of the goodie bag? From right. this weekend and, and play a game. Or what or, if I invite her just to lay in my lap while we're watching the debates and play with her breasts? Or, you know. Like <laughs> okay, that was last night. Sorry. <laughs> well, I hey, but I it did make the GOP debates a lot more interesting. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't know if I, could, yeah, I don't know if I could go political. So I could do football. <laughs> but, no, I get what you say. Okay. But just to do something out of the norm. Yeah. To get skin to skin. Yeah. Sometimes you do have to think outside the box to get skin to skin. You have to be intentional yep. about getting naked, getting over whatever distractions are going on yep. and saying, I need this. I need this oxytocin flowing, even if it's simply to help you sleep better. Like when I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't get back to sleep, Greg has given me full permission that if I need to just spoon with him or ask him to hold me, it helps me get back to sleep. I, I Not that okay. I can fall back asleep while he's holding me. I'm a, a don't touch me while I'm sleeping person. <laughs> but to release that oxytocin, I'm able to roll over and I'm calmer. And so just okay. being intentional about connecting whenever you need connection or whenever you sense your spouse needing connection. When Greg comes home from a hard day of work, if I say to him, you know, let, let's go lay down and unwind for a little bit before I start throwing chores at him or help me with dinner or whatever. Mm -hmm that he welcomes that it helps him calm down so that daily connection time make it a point to try to connect daily yeah. not pressure to and see where it goes from there and see where it goes from there I like that yeah so what if i have to add this just because um this is just the way my brain works um if so let's say you know pam and i are doing a daily sex challenge and she might like this idea just because she's a you know spreadsheet woman and wants to follow the the path that is, yeah, there you go. She's she's giving me the Excel spreadsheet <laughs> fingers. Um, but, but she, so if we've got seven days and we've got to do it every day, if we start at eleven fifty-five, see what PM, you just, hold on, what and you go just, and end at twelve oh five. What is that? Two days. <laughs> Talk about cheating. <laughs> what if it's really good? Manipulating the clock. <laughs> but see what you just said. You said. If we've got to do it for seven days, you didn't say if we get to do it for That's seven true. days. So it's all about your mentality. That's a good, of, great point. Are you point. coming into it as a great burden point. or are you coming into it as a blessing? Great point. If Thank you can you. embrace it as a blessing, more power to you, knock yourself out. But if it's going to feel like a burden, take the pressure off yourself and just make the goal organic connection. Yeah. I love it. Verbal, physical, skin to skin, and see where it leads from there. Well done, first officer. <laughs> Thank you. That was good. No, I mean, because it, it, again, that fits right in line with what I think you and I both want with Sexy Marriage Radio, that, that this is not about just having sex. No, this, anybody can do that. Absolutely. Unmarried people can do that. Yep. And do. 
Sure. There are lots of, mm-hmm. of addicted people out there who are having sex on a daily basis yep. with a different person every and, day. And there's lots of there's also lots of married couples out there that are having regular sex, but it's meaningless. Right. Or mediocre. Well, or yeah. flat out or bad. Right. Right. <laughs> so we're saying focus on quantity, not quality. Wait. And if you can have frequent great wait, sex, wait, wait, wait. did I say that wrong? Yeah, I think you just mixed sa- oh, that sorry, one sorry, up. sorry. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. We're saying focus on quality. Right. Thank you, not quantity. Right. Because yeah. if you paid attention to uh, whoever it was that was talking earlier at the getaway, he he was saying women focus more on quality. Yes. Right. I think. I think. I think a woman would rather. Some guy that was really brilliant <laughs> in the way he was talking about that. No. I think that women would rather have one or two awesome, mind-blowing orgasms per week than seven mediocre attempts at making her cross the finish line. Uh, oh, that hey, one. yes. That one got applause. And, and speaking for the fellas, I think I'm okay being along for the ride if that's what's going on. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of fun then. I Absolutely. Because that goes into the whole world of nothing turns on a man more than a fully turned on woman. Yes. I mean, that's, that's what we want. And yes, so totally. that's where a, a, a seven-day sex challenge, a 60-day sex challenge, <laughs> Yeah. A year-long sex, golly, uh, all of those. Okay, if it if it brings that deeper level to where what you really do is confront yourself and then your partner, and you rename or reframe what's going on between you. So maybe it's not about finishing every day. It's about connecting every day. Right. Perfect. Go for it. Do it. Even if it's about finishing every day and it leads you to a deeper connection as you go on, go for it. Do it. It's all about quality. But the more frequently that you can engage in quality sex, the happier you're both going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm, man, this, this is fun to actually see so you right cool. here. I, I have to say I've been freaking out a little bit when you're kind of making some of your really deep points and you're looking right at me and I'm like two feet from you. It's like, okay, this feels really weird. Because I'm usually Glad looking. we have witnesses. Yeah, I'm usually looking at you through this screen right here. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Um, Thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. And we hope that this conversation and all the conversations that we've had prior lead to greater and better things in your marriage. Because that's what we're really all about. Absolutely. We, we want you to experience and taste all that sex can become. But I think underneath all of that is we want you to experience and taste all that marriage can become. And the same way that Corey and I are really enjoying this face-to-face together today, maybe you need some face-to-face time with us. You need to get the dates on the calendar for next year's Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway. Absolutely. I don't think that you're going to regret it. It doesn't look like any of the couples today are regretting it yet. (laughs) Well, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, thanks for taking some time with us. And so with that, I say goodbye. See you next time. We love you for listening. Oh!